Good morning and happy Wednesday to you. It is July 5th. You're listening to Roadmap to Heaven at 7 a.m. on this beautiful, beautiful morning. And what feels like a Monday. Anyone else have a case of the Mondays? Maybe you took Monday off and you took yesterday off. And today actually is effectively your first day of the work week. And so it really feels like a Monday. But I worked Monday and now I'm back and it still feels like a Monday. But alas... It is Wednesday. Contrafactum non argumentum. Against that fact, there is no argument. It is Wednesday, July 5th, and we've got some work to do this morning. So let's begin in prayer in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart in union with the holy sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world, in reparation for my sins, for the intentions of all my relatives and friends, and in particular for the intentions of the Holy Father. Amen. We dedicate all of our thoughts, words, and actions to the greater glory of God in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I hope you had a great holiday. We had a lot of fun. We went to the uh, Gateway Grizzlies game Monday evening, as we have done every year for the past three years, to watch some baseball and and watch some fireworks, and neither disappointed. Uh, The Grizzlies trounced the Florence Yalls by the score of 15-1. to It might be even higher than that. I kind of stopped counting once they got to 15. Um, And then the fireworks were fantastic. The kids loved them. I loved them. Everybody loved them. Yesterday, we spent the day with family. It was just nice to spend that time together. Today on the show, we're going to hear from Father Mark Goring about spiritual wisdom. We're going to hear a homily about uh, where we're going, the sacrifice of Calvary brought to us on the altar each day. And then we're going to hear about uh, preaching and why it's so important that we have Uh, preaching that challenges us, you know. Um, And then later on, Julie Lasseter is going to be with us to talk about devotion that your family can put into practice. So that's all on Roadmap to Heaven today. First, let's go to Mike Roberts for today's weather and saint of the day. Today is the feast day of St. Anthony Maria Zachariah. Born into nobility in 1502, his father died when he was two years old. His mother, when Anthony was still a boy, decided to put him in charge of a portion of the family's wealth responsible for determining how much would be given to the poor and sick. This made him acutely aware of the suffering of those in need. He became a physician at 22 and while working among the poor, felt called to the priesthood. He was ordained at 26 and sent to Milan where Anthony quickly went to work growing the church, founding three new congregations, one for men, another for women, and a third for married couples. They were called the Barnabites because of his devotion to St. Paul and Paul's companion, Barnabas. Anthony was a great preacher, speaking in churches and on the street. He encouraged the laity to become involved in their parishes and led missions for them. He also helped spread the 40 hours devotion, 40 successive hours of adoration with one church starting as another finished. He also revived the tradition of ringing the church bells on Friday at 3 p.m. in honor of Jesus' crucifixion and death. In addition, Anthony was deeply involved in the Counter-Reformation. While traveling on a mission, he got sick and died on this day in Milan in 1539. He was just 36 years old. St. Anthony Maria Zachariah, please pray for us. I'm meteorologist Mike Roberts for Covenant Network. Have a blessed day. Saint of the Day can arrive each morning by subscribing on your favorite podcast player. Search Covenant Network to see all our podcasts.
the memorari to saint joseph for the sanctification of families remember o most chaste spouse of the virgin mary that never was it known that any one who implored thy help and sought thy intercession was left unaided full of confidence in thy power i fly unto thee and beg thy protection of families despise not o guardian of the redeemer my humble prayer but in thy bounty hear and answer me amen Hi, this is Julia Lassiter. You're listening to Roadmap wait, to wait Heaven. Wait a minute. Time out. Time out. I'm Adam Wright. I'm still the host of the show. But it's always good to have you with us, Julie. And honestly, if there was someone who could be the fill-in host, <laughs> it's you because you've done it before. I know. And it was fun. Yeah. It was fun. It's, it's a good time. It's always great to have you with us on the show today. I'm happy to be here. We're sure. talking about families again, and we're talking about devotion. And wow, there's so many great different devotions that have been yeah. shared by families. Spoiler alert. The whole purpose of our conversation today, friends, is to give you ideas that you might be able to use to pray with your family. Because I don't know about you, but as a parent, I'm always looking for new ideas to see what might work for our family. Because newsflash, they grow up and the things that worked when they were little itty bitty don't always work now. Absolutely. And at different stages, different kids, you could be from, you know, we had Corey Grizzle in here and she she's from married kids all the way to, you know, five years old. And so she's needed in all those different uh, facets. But the, the beautiful thing about the rosary is it's for all ages. Yeah. Um, I recently bought the baby, a little thing that he can play with. And our two-year-old, or I guess she's three now, she can play with um, this book and just kind of follow along with the rosary beads because otherwise she just likes to hit people with her wooden rosary beads. Um, but the nightly rosary, if we could get in a good habit of it's this time, everything's off, boom, I think our life would run a lot faster and bedtime would be faster. Um, but when we do have those moments and the little ones fall asleep in the rosary, it's just such a peaceful time. Now, there's other times where you're praying the rosary through your teeth because somebody's not paying attention or somebody's not, you're not uh, saying the prayers or someone is, you know, poking his sister, whatever it might be. Um, those, I think, are extra special graces come down during those rosaries. You're praying to their hard. guardian angel to, you know, like, please protect them from my wrath. You're like, oh, I'm going to get out of this chair. <laughs> yeah. Don't make me get up. Right. Like you're just you're just thinking these things. And all of them sanctifying, right? They are sanctifying us in those moments. Um, our family loves to pray at nighttime, the angel of God and the St. Michael prayer. And um, we kind of adapted the angel of God prayer. So we'll say, um, how does it start again? Angel, angel of, God. of God. And then we start our kids, William, Jack, Lucy, Cece, James, Annie, Nicholas, and mommy and daddy's guardian dear to whom God's love. Now with each kid, obviously the prayer has gotten a little longer, but it's a beautiful way for us to just call to prayer for each individual kid's guardian angel. They need prayers, right? They're they're bombarded just like we are. And we need to pray. To, I know it's a child's prayer, but I'm like, I need to amp up my guardian angel. Yeah, you know, someone was just telling me the other day they were listening to a show here on Covenant Network and they were talking about guardian angels and the guest on the show said, I don't ever go to talk with my kids about, you know, discipline or school or whatever issues was without talking to their guardian angel first. We have wow. a little meeting. That's really beautiful. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, now that they just upped the bar for me as a parent. Yes. Um, and you just did with and putting their names in. I know. Like just... going directly to not just the generic angel of God, my guardian dear, but like, yeah, angel of God, Adam's guardian dear. Like, right. I have one assigned to me. You have one assigned to you. That's our right. kids each have one assigned to each of our kids. It's fantastic. It's really, when you think about it, because in adoration, I hope and pray that if you're listening, that you've been to adoration before, there is such a peace that comes from that prayer time. But I, I remember sitting and thinking about my guardian angel. I haven't done it in a long time. But God 
gave us someone to protect us in this yeah. that we can't see and that we, we can, but, but at times like those prayers feel strong, you know? And I, I also feel like when people are praying for me, they're my guardian angels and like, you know, bodybuilding like just around me, just protecting all the time. Um, but yeah, I, I, we love doing that at night with the St. Michael prayer. And then, um, you talked about driving a little earlier yeah. with just me praying with your kids. So if you drive to school for your kids and it's longer than 30 seconds, um, ours is about 31 minutes. Um, we can get a lot of prayer time in. The kids love a divine mercy and they want to sing it sometimes. So, but the girls want to sing it and the boys will complain, but it's still just wonderful to sing the divine mercy together. And- I, I, now, Mrs. Wright drives the school bus in the morning. And by school bus, I mean the, the town and country. But uh, <laughs> that's when they do their morning prayers. I'm here already on the radio. They turn me off. They turn <laughs> off the radio and they pray. And I'm like, okay, well, that's that's fair. But that's when they do the morning prayers. And part of the reason she does it is because, one, they need to do morning prayers. But, two, you know, you were on with us a while back talking about family vacation ideas and car games like Slug Bug. And uh, what was the one when you see a Tesla yeah, where zap. you zap? And, yeah. and it's like you're, 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 you're <laughs> digging your, your fingers into their side, like zap. And you're like, oh, oh yeah. that hurts. And so then you hear the, we just stop touching me. We just stop. Uh, you don't have that when you're praying. There, there's no, we just stop touching me. We just stop doing this. Mm-hmm. It's Angel of God. It, it's St. Michael prayer. It's the one Our Father, one Hail Mary, one Glory Be to wrap it all up and then they're at school it's a five minute drive for them but they get those prayers in and then they're at school and now my kids have started their day in prayer and they are ready to go and there's peace in the commute and they're not starting the day off bickering yeah absolutely and we've talked about the importance of praying with your spouse um if your kids aren't into praying morning prayer we've had one recently that got a breviary and was really interested for about a hot week. And then we we prayed that together. Now every now and then we're like, come on, buddy, let's do night prayer together. And morning prayer and night prayer are very beautiful things. It's not a habit I'm always in, but anytime my husband's praying and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make the time to sit here with you, especially in the morning. It's it's a very it's almost like a morning date, you know, even if it's just five minutes. But to have time to hear your spouse's intentions. It's a really beautiful thing. So during yeah. that morning prayer, there's a there's a part where it's intentions, but you can add your own. We choose to add our own. And then I know kind of like where he's thinking things are rough yeah. or where he's wanting God to come in or where he's lacking a little bit of trust. Um, those conversations really do make a difference. And then I can check on him later on. Hey, how did that go? Or that meeting was tough. Or are we still working through this? Um, those are conversations for the soul. And if you don't have them, it, it can be... Um, isolating, you know? So I want to encourage you to have a spare, a prayer time. Even if you are looking at the readings for the, just the day, then use that responsorial Psalm or just pray in some way like that with your spouse that you can have kind of that spontaneous prayer of intentions. Um, We watched as a family, the divine mercy, it was called the second greatest story ever told. And it was a series on formed. If you haven't been on formed, man, there is a wealth of information on there. And videos for kids and lots of really, really cool stuff. Um, our parish provides it for our, our community. Great so, supplement to Covenant Network. It really Great, is. Yeah. It really is. Um, that, so second greatest story ever told. Awesome series. We watched it as a family. It was fascinating, just fascinating to see John Paul II and to see all, I mean, just all the connections that are in there and timelines and different people. And I, I believe they even talk about Mother Angelica. So yeah. here we are. My, Bringing it back to EWTN. I'll leave. I'll leave you one last one here that that we absolutely love. It was shared with us, so I'm going to share it with you. Uh, we all have that problem 
where if you do electronic offertory, the ushers come around at offertory time, <laughs> and they're like, here's the basket. And you're like, we give online. You know. <laughs> so, do you have a card? Uh, we give we, online card? No, we don't. Oh, but, they have them at our parish. But I'm a million one. <laughs> if we go to a visiting parish, if uh-huh. we're visiting, then the kids all bicker over. I want to put something in the basket. It's like, I only have so much cash on me. Yeah. Here, so here's what we've started doing. We kind of fell out of this habit, but boy, it was great when we were doing it. So I want to bring it back having the kids write down what they're going to offer. So like when we go to our parish and we do the electronic offertory, it's like, what are you going to do? Are you going to offer one of our father a day this week for the parish? Or maybe, you know, for priesthood Sunday, we had the kids come up with different intentions. They were going to pray for our priests, but they come up with a prayer intention and they write down, I will do this. And they put it on an envelope and they drop it in the basket. And father oh, was like, so you know, cool. we've been getting these things and, uh, we were like, what is this at first? And then we were, we, we said, oh, wait, yeah, it's what they're offering when we come I around, you know. Think and that's beautiful. Then we get your money online, right? So thank you for yeah. that, too. Anytime my mother in laws with us, she always has cash. You know, yeah. grandma, grandma, oh, I got to go by, sit by grandma. She's at the offertory. She's going to give me a dollar, you know. And I'm like, it's such a beautiful thing that she remembers to do that and is willing to give the kids money and, and, and that. But I really do like, like a spiritual bouquet that they're going to offer in some way for the priest or the parish or the school or a classmate. It's, yeah. cool. it's, it's and, wonderful. And, it, and it's a great thing to sit down with them to help them come up with, with what they're going to do. Yeah. Now, we are going to take a break here. But since you know you started the segment off, I, I feel like you should send us to the weather in the Daily Dose of Encouragement. Oh, great. Now you make me stumble through it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Ready for the Daily Dose of Encouragement and the weather with Mike Roberts. All right. You're listening to Roadmap to Heaven. Stay tuned. A most commendable indulgenced prayer to the sacred heart of Jesus. Most sacred heart of Jesus, shower copiously thy blessings on thy holy church, on the supreme pontiff, and on all the clergy. Grant perseverance to the just, convert sinners, enlighten infidels, bless our parents, friends, and benefactors, assist the dying, liberate the souls of purgatory, and extend over all hearts the sweet empire of thy love. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, most kind, Bless us now and in death's agony. From a sudden and unprovided death, deliver us, O Lord. This week we celebrate Independence Day, and on our daily dose of encouragement, Patty Schneier is sharing encouragements with us about faithful citizenship. Patty, what do you have for us on this Wednesday? Well, I want to just continue talking about how important it is to pray for elected officials, to commit to doing that every day, and to vote in every election. Do not take it for granted. Again, this is part of our Catholic tradition to work for the common good. And today I want to just talk about the the main question, why does the church teach about issues affecting public policy. And here's a quote from Pope Francis. He said, we need to participate for the common good. Sometimes we hear a good Catholic is not interested in politics. This is not true. Good Catholics immerse themselves in politics by offering the best of themselves so that the leader can govern. So, The USCCB, the U.S. Council of Catholic Bishops, also have a document on citizenship, and they say the Catholic community brings important assets to the political dialogue about our nation's future. We bring, and I think this is important, a consistent moral framework drawn from basic human reason that is illuminated by Scripture and the teaching of the Church for assessing issues, political platforms, and campaigns. The USCCB also says we also bring broad experience, I love this, in serving those in need 
educating the young, serving families in crisis, caring for the sick, sheltering the homeless, helping women who face difficult pregnancies, feeding the hungry, welcoming immigrants and refugees, reaching out in global solidarity and pursuing peace. Think about it. That's what the Catholic Church does. So we celebrate with all our neighbors the historically robust commitment to religious freedom in this country that has allowed the church the freedom to serve the common good. I'm just reading to you some of these documents from Pope Francis and from the USCCB to help us realize how important it is that what we bring as Catholics to the table influences our culture, and we can't take that for granted. We have to keep doing it. So that's why the church does speak out about faithful citizenship. So let's be good citizens as well as good and faithful Catholics. Our Catholic faith will make us better citizens. Our Catholic faith will make us better citizens. I think that is a great way to summarize everything you said in today's Dose of Encouragement. Daily Offering God the Father, I thank Thee for creating me. God the Son, I thank Thee for redeeming me. God the Holy Spirit, I thank Thee for sanctifying me. Infuse into my thoughts, words, and actions Thy grace, so that they may be supernaturally pleasing to Thee and supernaturally rewarding to me forever. O Blessed Trinity, abundantly assist me in becoming that which Thou intended me to become when Thou created me. For in Thy perfection... I will give thee the glory thou desirest of me, and in that perfection I will find my greatest joy in heaven. Amen. Let's have a little catechism before we finish the show today. At our baptism, we are given a share in Christ's threefold mission or offices. What are those three offices? I'll give you a clue, it's not a corner office. No, it's the offices are the office of priest, prophet, and king. And when we think about that, especially priesthood, while ontologically it's different than our our ordained priests, we do have a share in his priesthood. And as those of you who are parents, especially, um, you are called to be that to one another in your family. And so when I was thinking earlier today what we heard on the show about preaching, the question I have for myself is what what am I telling my kids? Am I only telling my kids things they like to hear, things that make them feel good, things that are, are fluff, or am I challenging them to grow? Am I telling them unpleasant things, you know? Uh, yesterday we had a moment that I had to be the one to say, no, this is what is appropriate, this is what is right, this is what needs to happen, this is what cannot happen. But it's not fair, and other kids get to do this, and so on and so forth. Well, unfortunately, I'm sorry, sweetheart. Life isn't always fair. And we have to say no. It would be bad for this to happen. Now, after the the crying subsided and the, the tears went away and things kind of returned to normal, in her head, she understood it because we explained it. And we didn't just say, well, do whatever you want, knowing that she could get hurt. We said, here's how it is. Here's how it's going to be. And later in life, there's going to be joy. Trust me. You know, 
So that that was that moment yesterday. But do we do the same thing with our faith with our kids? And that's something that Beth and I are always asking ourselves. Are we teaching them what is good, true, and beautiful and right? Are we embracing our call as parents to be the first formators, the first educators of our children? You know who would have a lot to say about that and who would give us a lot of encouragement is Archbishop Fulton Sheen, Venerable Servant of God, Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen. And I'd like to remind you that this Saturday, July 8th, there is a Fulton Sheen Family Day at the Cathedral of St. Mary in Spalding Pastoral Center in Peoria, Illinois. The open house from 9 to 11, followed by 11.30 a.m. Holy Mass. At the open house, they'll have kid-friendly museum tours of the Fulton J. Sheen Museum. They are going to have scavenger hunts. They're going to have hands-on projects for all ages, giveaways and goodie bags. Uh, come walk where Fulton Sheen walked and pray where he prayed. For more information, you can contact the Sheen Foundation at 877 877- 71 Sheen. That's 877 Sheen. And Sheen is S H E E N. All right, so that's coming up this Saturday as well. What do you have coming up? We'd love to know. We'd love to share it with our listeners. Be sure to drop us a line here at the studio, stick a flyer in the mail, send us an email. Uh, I've yet to see a carrier pigeon show up. That'd be amazing, but I, I'm not going to wait around. For that one to happen. I, I don't even know if people use carrier pigeons anymore. Here's a reminder for you as well. Probably the most important reminder I'm going to give you in the final minutes of the show. Friday is the first Friday devoted to reparation for sins against the sacred heart of our Lord. On first Friday, here's the devotion we are called to do. We are called to go to Mass and receive Holy Communion, which requires that we're in a state of grace. And if you have any doubt about it, go to confession. Go to confession. Make a good confession. You know, maybe maybe you went this past Saturday for First Saturday Devotions, and you're good. Okay, great. Maybe you didn't. Okay, well, don't fret about it. Just go. But anyway, our devotion, we go to Mass, Holy Mass. We receive our Lord in Holy Communion, and then we pray in reparation for sins against the Sacred Heart of our Lord. And so for those of you in the St. Louis metro area, the Sodality of the Sacred Heart is having their uh, first Friday as well. And it will be at St. Mary Magdalene Church in Brentwood with 4.30 p.m. adoration, reconciliation, and benediction at the end of the Holy Hour. And then Holy Mass celebrated by Auxiliary Bishop Most Reverend Mark Rivetuso. He's the Auxiliary Bishop here in St. Louis. So that is a great first Friday opportunity for you. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Mary, Mother of the Church, pray for us. St. Joseph, terror of demons, pray for us. For all of us here at Covenant Network, I want to thank you for listening to Roadmap to Heaven. Have a great Wednesday. Have a beautiful Wednesday can't remember now if we made the sign of the cross at the end of our prayer. So let's just pray the sign of the cross really quickly in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Better safe than sorry. Uh, We want to give God all the glory that is due to his name. Thanks for listening to Roadmap to Heaven. Pray your rosary today.